0: Hey, my name's Alison Hamill and welcome to Holy Punk, a podcast where I discuss all things punk. In the last episode, I talked about what helped to influence punk. In this episode, I'm going to talk all about punk fashion and fashion designers that paved the way for punk fashion. Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren were two major players in the punk industry. Malcolm McLaren was significant, not only for his role as the manager of the Sex Pistols, but for his work in fashion both Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren were at the forefront of punk fashion. Vivian Westwood started as a school teacher, but began to pursue fashion in 1965 as a self-taught designer, when both she and Malcolm McLaren moved in together and ventured into the business of fashion. As partners, their fashion aimed to rebel against the bell-bottom pants, vests, tie-dye, peasant blouses, and the overall hippie style of the 60s. Vivian Westwood started off her fashion career designing Teddy Boy clothes for Malcolm McLaurin in 1971 when they opened their first boutique. Their store was located at 430 Kings Road, Chelsea, in London, and while it went through many rebrands, it consistently retained a relationship between the world of punk, music, fashion, and counterculture. Their store first opened in 1971 under the name Let It Rock, where they sold Vivian Westwood's Teddy Boy clothing which consisted of second-hand 1950s vintage clothing that Vivian would customize. Teddy clothing was described as a style of working-class clothing that relates back to post-World War II England. It can be described as an Edwardian romanticism, consisting of tailored velvet blazers, button-down shirts, which would be coupled with drainpipe jeans or trousers, skinny ties, and chunky leather shoes. It was the trend in fashion that took over Britain's teen boys in the 50s and 60s. After Let It Rock, the store went through a number of rebrands. Vivian Westwood's clothing changed into a more hardcore biker look with zips and leather. One of the store's most successful rebrands was in 1974 when the store was renamed Sex. The store used the slogan, Rubberware for the office, and as described on her website, the store was unlike anything else going on in England at the time. Sex became the wanted place for punks to buy their clothing, as it was the new vulgar way to represent the punk aesthetic. Both the clothing and the store name was shocking. The store stood out, and the clothing was composed of fetish wear. Pamela Rook, known as Jordan, the shop's assistant, was one of the most known for representing the store and their look, Look composed of net tops, rubber skirts, and stilettos. In this interview with Jordan and Chrissy Hind, a rock artist from that time, you hear them discuss sex and what it was all about. Let's listen.
1: Malcolm McLaren and Vivian Westwood's shop Sex on the King's Road experimented with the lexicon of pornography. They stocked fetish wear, slogan t-shirts, and the infamous bondage trousers. They didn't dress me. I had a few of their things. When I went back to Cleveland, Ohio, I had a rubber skirt and a scum manifesto t-shirt. And, you know, I really felt like the dog's bollocks. I did look cool. Especially, you know, at a basement in Cleveland, Ohio. I didn't find it intimidating going into sex. I wanted, um, you know, a specific kind of dog. And went, oh, we'll make you one and that. Uh, and getting some vinyl trousers, they were great, and turned out to be very practical because she just wiped the spit off. Jordan, the shop assistant, was a living advertisement for the power of sex. She wore rubber clothes, a beehive and theatrical makeup. On her daily commute from Sussex, British Rail even put Jordan in first class for her own protection. Hey let me travel first class with my second-class ticket every day from Lewis to Seaford because of the trouble they knew I was having. So they were really sweet about that. I used to love PVC, and um, what they used to call in my era wet look. <laughs> to wear a little wet-look mac with gloves that matched. Oh, it was wonderful. What was it about sex that attracted you? I was doing a similar thing on my own To what Vivian and Malcolm were actually aiming for. We were on a sort of parallel course in a way, and I felt very, very at home there. What about get Jordan to put on some rubber clothes? I saw myself as a walking work of art, really. Later on, when I went through um, geometric makeup, that was all to do with Mondrian and the people of Cow, which is a tribe. A few people said when they went into the shop sex, they were quite. Intimidated? Yes. Why do you think that was? Vivian used to grill people sometimes, you know, why do you want to buy this? And what happened, I mean, if somebody somebody gave the wrong answers, would she not let them buy it? Well, sometimes, yeah. (laughs) People were passionate about what they made, what they wore, what their meaning was behind it. And we just didn't want twits going out there wearing it for the wrong reasons.
0: Two years later, the store had yet another reopening and was renamed Seditionaries. This new style of clothing took its inspiration from the DIY movement and transformed the straps and zips of obscure sexual fetishism and bondage into fashion, with items such as pants with bondages, pants with loincloths, you name it. As Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren were partners in fashion, Vivian's clothing became the Sex Pistols' uniform. The band was constantly photographed in Vivian's most recognizable fashion motives, such as graphics of the queen, safety pins, distressed t-shirts, etc. If you look at any photograph of the Sex Pistols, whether in their everyday life or up on stage performing, they are always rocking their signature Vivian Westwood punk fashion, from their fishnet tops, leather jackets, distressed graphic tees, to safety pins fastened on every article of clothing. While Vivian and Malcolm's relationship can be seen as irregular and rough at times, As Vivian later accused Malcolm McLaren of abuse, they ultimately forged one of the most influential names in fashion. Vivian Westwood was a pioneer in the punk fashion industry as she was able to translate the world of punk aesthetics and its themes of social activism successfully into fashion design. Vivian continued on to be successful in the world of fashion, as her rebellious headline-making designs are perhaps her best known and most forward-looking. She pushed conventionality and boundaries in traditional fashion trends. Consider some of Westwood's most iconic looks, such as Buckingham Palace from 1992 or Paris Fashion Week of October 1993, where Kate Moss is pictured walking down the runway for Cafe Society, and she's shown topless, eating a Magnum ice cream, wearing pink platform heels, a tiny skirt, a pearl necklace, and a Napoleon-style hat. Or, when Vivian took the runway herself in London Fashion Week of September 2012, wearing a pair of hot pants and a t-shirt calling for climate revolution. While sadly Vivian died recently at the age of 81, her legacy continues to live on and she will undoubtedly forever be named the Queen of British Fashion. In the next episode, we will debate if punk is dead or alive. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. And don't forget, stay punk. Bye.